Hey you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And oh my gosh, we're so excited to be with you guys today. Christina, what a day that we have had. It has been <laughs> a wonderful day. A wonderful day at Matchmakers in the City. And you guys, I'm so excited to let you know that we are here in the office recording this in our offices at in our LA HQ. Um, Christina is back in the office, even though it's so unfortunate because I feel like I have not actually seen you except for five minutes. I know. As you were pumping before your next meeting. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been working at the office. I've been trying to come in once a week because yeah. it's nice, but most of the other days I'm working from home still with Austin, yeah. so we don't get to see each other as much as we used to. And yeah. When I'm you here, work with I'm Austin, just... I work with Anthony. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> Both angels. Two little coworkers. Two little coworkers. Um, <laughs> the other matchmakers, of course, are working from home still. Yes, they are. And they come into the office whenever they do an in person meeting, which is exciting. Um, and we've been getting more and more of those, yeah, which is fun. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad though that I'm, it's so nice to be with you. Your eyes are looking bluer than ever. Really? Thank Your you. Your skin has never been more wrinkle free. <laughs> Um, You're the best just confidence booster. But I'm just being honest. It's, I know. You're, a, you're, you're so beautiful. I always, whenever we're FaceTiming with you and Aww. Austin's looking at you, she, he's looking at such a gorgeous Oh, gorgeous face. Oh, gorgeous fotch. Thank you. I feel like I'm getting really tan. It's, it's, it, I feel like this summer of all summers. I've, you are. Right? I'm getting are. so yeah. tan. Yeah, you are, but you have the Italian why? skin. I know. For it, I guess. In the past, though, past summers, I have not been this tan. I don't know what's going on. Something in the something in my melatonin Maybe, is. I think it's the outdoor weddings and bachelorette parties that you've been yes. going to. Yes. Yeah, I've Alessandra, been outdoors. Look at her Instagram. She's been to. You guys, been I've been to... in wine country for the past two weekends, and I think that my body, mind, and soul needed it so desperately. Um, and it's just been so, the, these last two weekends were really incredible. Um, but I'm happy to be back in LA. Like I'm happy to be back and just hitting the ground running. Speaking of hitting the ground running, let us start with our first segment. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, you guys. So, The Bachelorette is has happened and has ended. Um, Bachelorette Katie Thurston got engaged to Blake. Um, so, it's so crazy, you guys, because this is the first time that I just have not watched The Bachelorette mm. at all. I tried watching the first episode, but I don't know what it was. I I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Chris Harrison is gone, mm. and I just felt like he was such, he was such a good anchor for it, and it mm. felt really dignified with mm. Chris Harrison there, so... Hmm. I don't know, it's so weird because yeah, I, I feel like... Yeah, I know what you like, mean. There's, yeah. He brought a certain... Gravity and purpose and yes. gravitas. Totally. <laughs> like, it wasn't just another dating show. It was The Bachelorette, which is 
has always been one of my favorite shows. So I don't know. I may mm. find myself re-watching all of it. Um, but anyway, it's so crazy. So Blake was actually from Claire's season and Claire and Tasha, And I just loved Claire's season. I think that in recent times, Claire versus Tasha, like Claire started and remember Claire picked that guy immediately. Yes. Um, I'm forgetting his name even. Oh my gosh, bless his heart. What was his name? I was so invested in their relationship and it just was so, and then they broke up, but I think they're back together now. Um, but Blake was one of her guys. And then he just had said to Tasha, like, yeah, I just can't, you know, I can't move forward because I'm still in love with Claire or whatever. Oh. And he just was, I just was so not a fan of Blake. Um, so wait, so this was, but, but no, no, but then Blake, he was now. on another season. Repeated. Yeah. But then he came on to Katie's season, like okay. a few episodes in, okay. you know, little yeah. thirst monster. <laughs> So anyway, he came in, he clearly, I don't know, he just, you know, there are certain people that are just a bit disingenuous when you see them on TV, and who knows, but, I mean, I know, you know, we know, who knows, but we actually know, you know, he's, oh God, anyway, so bless them, I hope that all goes well in that relationship, but um, before actually the engagement, um, this is actually something that this is the in real life that I wanted to bring up and to discuss with you, Christina. Um, there was the biggest news of the season was Greg. And Greg had allegedly or apparently told Katie that he loved her and just like totally um, like really poured his heart out to Katie after hometowns and was just like, listen, I love you. And then she just kind of sat there smiling. And then he like flipped the switch then and he got so upset. And so this whole conversation around gaslighting, because he then was like telling her that how he deserves better, he deserves more. And she was like, Blake, she was like, Greg, I love you. Like, I don't want to do this unless you're here. Like, you're the person. You're my person. But he was like, I'm out. He was like, I deserve better than you. And he was like, so, okay, half people, half of the camp, half of Bachelor Nation thinks that he was um, in the right. So half of the people think that, like, oh, my gosh, poor Blake, poor Greg. He, you know, poured his heart out to Katie and she barely said anything, even though you're not supposed to tell the contestants that you love them. That's literally explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the unwritten rules, because whenever you do, it always gets funky. Yeah. Um, so she was just, you know, trying to. So, but so but half the people thought, wow, poor Greg, poor thing. Like, he's the victim in the situation. But then the other half said that Greg was gaslighting Katie. And he was just... um, So I want to break down the concept of gaslighting and have a very real discussion about gaslighting. So 
This is the in real life. Gaslighting. Let's discuss this. Mm -hmm. um, so gaslighting basically, according to Vox, so I, 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 I've, I know we all, I feel like a lot of people have heard this term before, yes. but it's basically the act of undermining another person's reality by denying facts, the environment around them, or their feelings. So targets of gaslighting are manipulated into turning against their cognition, so like what they're thinking and what they're experiencing, their emotions, and who they fundamentally are as people. And this is from, that was from Vox. Um, so some great examples of gaslighting, lying to you, distracting you, minimizing your thoughts and feelings, shifting blame, denying wrongdoings, using compassionate words as weapons, and rewriting history. Okay, and can we... So the why the term gaslighting came up. And I, I want to actually, that was from Very Well Mind. I want to just credit where credit's due because I didn't come up with all of those Those examples. ideas. Okay, those Yeah, examples. those are Great. examples. And the whole term. Oops, sorry guys. <laughs> the whole term gaslighting is kind of like throwing gas and light and just to cover up the truth. Is that where it comes from? Actually, it comes from, that's a great um, that's a great question, Christina, and that I feel like that should be it, but it actually comes from a, a like a, a, a what is it? A, a movie or something, and that was where the original term came from. But oh, where did it get its name? Um, a 1938 play known as um, In America's Angel Street and later developed into a film Gaslight by Alfred Hitchcock. So an, a manipulative husband tries to make his wife think she's losing her mind by making subtle changes in their environment, including slowly and steadily dimming the flame on a gas lamp. So it's like that's where it comes from. So it disrupted her environment. He thought he made her feel like she was insane, but he abuses and controls her and cuts her off from family and friends. I Again, see. that's from Very Well Mind. Oh, okay, God, so I have it's this. making the darkness greater so she can't see what she's doing. And that's why when you're in war, you might throw a gas lamp down to 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 confuse the people so they don't know where you're going. Yeah, I okay. don't even know that that's where that I, yeah, I mean that, yes. I love that. Christina, you're so smart. I can Christina went to Oxford. Christina's an Oxford grade. She's a Mr's Oxford. Um you're just so intelligent. It's so refreshing. Um but yeah, so I, I thank you also, I appreciate that. Yeah, but gaslighting is super common in relationships, and well, it's super common in in abusive relationship or toxic toxic relationships. It's true. It's yeah. true, and it's, yeah, it's in order to throw the blame on the other person so that you can get away scot free in your mind. But you'll never be scot free. So even if you're trying to gaslight someone, you'll you're either conscience or it will always just go back to bite you. So no one can do this without having consequences on themselves. And I'm going to give you, from what you told me from the Bachelorette situation, mm -hmm. the fact that he spoke to her in that way shows me that he doesn't love her. Of course. So he, that is not, you don't treat someone you love in those ways at, at all. You don't treat people like that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what really kind of um, leaped out to me um, just with different bachelorettes that we've date coached, and I know that 
there's one bachelorette in particular that I'm thinking about that I did date coaching with and she was with just the most toxic partner ever and this guy would literally just gaslight her but to a point where she really believed everything that he was saying and she believed the reality that he was you know projecting to her um so it's so important like I remember he was this kind of Hollywood douchey guy that didn't that she was actually bankrolling um I I think I've talked about this situation before because I loved um and actually, the, the, it's one bachelorette that I don't know. I, I think I've maybe talked about another one, but it's a similar. Because I think a lot of these, a lot of the men that that we deal with in LA who are these toxic partners tend to be like the slashers, like the actor slash model slash, you know, like what are you actually doing? Um, so not to say every guy that's an actor or model or is like, you know, working his way up in the industry is like this, but for whatever reason in LA, these are typically the ones that really do some damage on women that I've experienced through date coaching. And I remember he just would, like, he was clearly, clear as day, lying to her. But he just had her believing all of it. And he would then, like, like, all of these examples, minimizing her thoughts and feelings. And just then, uh, but then that flip side, using compassionate words as weapons. So it's like gaslighters are not all always yeah yeah it's not all negative it's not all they reel you in yeah they reel you in and then they push that night they they put a dagger in Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that for men and for women it's really we have to be really vigilant on owning our reality knowing it um I know in past relationships I've been gaslit before. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of a handful, actually. <laughs> and I also will say that if people come from a party background mm-hmm. of just being around a lot of drugs and alcohol and maybe having some addiction issues, mm-hmm. that this behavior is also common because mm-hmm. they want to hide things if they have an addiction mm-hmm. and also yeah th- those are things to watch out for as well even if they're not an actor or a model they could yeah. have this is another reason why someone might have be gaslighting and there it's just manip it's a manipulative partner yes. it's a partner who refuses to be wrong mm-hmm. and they sometimes I feel like gaslighters almost believe their own reality mm-hmm. so it's like they concoct and create this reality in their minds and they're so good at convincing you of it because it's actually what they believe that they've experienced Mm -hmm. even though it's not reality Mm -hmm. if that makes sense um but I don't know if that's actually gaslighting or if that's just um what is what would the word be for that like total um delusion delusional Mm, someone being delusional delusional, because that also kind of lets them off the hook and like gives them more of a pass because it's like oh well you thought that it happened like this Mm. i think that with gaslighting and actually i know that with gaslighting so you guys uh, uh, apologies for my last little 
moment that I, I know that for gaslighting, it's people that are kind of intentionally altering the state of altering what happened to fit to manipulate your emotional experience and to, you know, manipulate you and get you in their in their hooks. Another question that I had and in real life for the bachelorette situation, is it weird to not say I love you back to somebody who says it to you? Hmm. Well, it depends on how long you've been dating the person. Yeah. And if you if it's the early stages, especially something like The Bachelorette, I, and she's also trying to follow the rules as well, so there were so many reasons why she shouldn't have, she didn't need yeah. to say I love you. In but a normal relationship. In a normal relationship, I would say before, probably even before three months, that's kind of pretty early. I have heard that men tend to fall in love quicker than women yeah, do. Yeah, they do. In the beginning, though, it takes a while, but then when they get to that point, they'll say, I love you faster. Yeah. And then, but for women, you might not feel that you're in love with this person in the way you think it should feel yet. Mm-hmm. But if you truly love the person as a person, it's not a lie to say, I love you. Mm, so if somebody says, if a guy says, I love you, and it, so if a guy says, I love you, do you think it's weird if a girl doesn't reply back with I love you? If it's been really a quick I love you too. relationship, <clears throat> that's I don't think she needs to say that yet. Just say, you know, I'm getting to know you. I think you're wonderful, but I have It's like I love you. Thank you. That happened in the OC, I think. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's a that's very such a, common. Yeah, such I a know trope. what you're talking about. Yeah. But there's no need to fake it. It's in yeah. the first few weeks. Of a court yeah. of courtship, but if you know you're approaching the few month mark, then I don't think it's a problem to just say I love you if you're not <sighs> even at the point where. See, I just I know I feel, I feel like, I feel like my advice is a little bit different. Where I think that I just think those words are really like it means a lot to say I love you. So, um, I know that it, 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 my advice is say it when you really like are ready and believe it. But I like your idea, Christina. I think that if you're like also my love language is words of affirmation and like words hold a very powerful, like words are very powerful. So mm-hmm. I they would are. just want like a partner to like for me what I say I mean Mm -hmm. I know you do too it's not I'm not saying you you're saying this and you don't mean it or whatever but I don't know I just feel like you know (laughs) stringing those guys along but I think that it's okay to receive and just to be like you know, if a guy says that I love you and you're maybe not there yet, just to, to say like what you said initially, but just saying like, listen, like I'm, I, you're amazing and I'm so excited to keep getting to know you. I'm not ready to say that yet, but 
when I am, I will tell, you'll be the first person to know. Like something like that, like I'm getting there. I was date coaching a bachelorette and her, the guy had said it before she said it. And she was like, and those words mean so much to her because she had never said, I love you to a man before. She had never, Mm -hmm. she had been in relationships before, but it never got to the point where they were saying, I love you, even Mm -hmm. in a... Um, in, an, in another, in like a, a past one that was months, a few months long. Um, so she then was like, she was freaking out because she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't tell him it back. And she was talking to me and she was like, Allie, like, do you think that he thinks that I don't love him? Like, is he going to get upset? And, da, da, da. and I said, no, but just affirm him and just let him know that like, I am I'm so excited. And you can even say, I'm falling for you. Right. Like, right. they use that term in The Bachelor a lot. Like, listen, I'm mm, definitely falling for you. That's true. I'm falling and I'm falling for you. Um, but I'll, but as soon as I'm ready to say I love you, I'll, I'll say I love you. And then she told him, actually, just a couple weeks ago that she loved him. And it was beautiful because she did it on her own time. And, and it was, like, unexpected and for him. And, you know, they were – it was just really, like, okay, she said it and she meant it. What? No, I'm just laughing because <laughs> it's funny if the guy just week after week says, I love you, and there's nothing. And the girl's like, meh. Do you think a girl, do you think it's it's better for a guy to say I love you first oh. or for a girl to say I love oh, you yeah. first? Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. What if the guy's shy? Okay, well, get over yourself and say it <laughs> at the right time. Get over if, yourself good. If you're... If you're interested in her, say it at the right time when you feel that it's right. Yeah, I feel like with guys, a lot of times they, like, almost can't help but say it. Right. You know what I mean? I like, they so. can't control it. They're just like, I love you. Yeah. Like, that's so cute. That's so precious and, and they, they mean, I, I'm willing, I want, I'm yeah. willing to sacrifice my life for you. Oh. That's when they say, I love you. It's at least Dan, that was what he, when he said, I love you to me, that's what he meant oh. by it. <laughs> So it's so beautiful. It's, it's it is a, a very yeah. special thing. Yeah, I though was with a an engaged couple, and the woman said it before. The woman she said, "Listen, I knew he wanted to say it, but he wasn't saying it." Uh, so she said it before. Uh, she said, "I love you." No, first. it worked out for them. It did work out, I'm, but I feel like exception, not rule. Yeah, right? Exception, not rule. Yeah, because you don't want to be like, "I love you." Yeah, no. And I the guy be a like, lot of situations yeah. where that's gone the wrong way. It's gone wall. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Um, Let's talk about just matchmakers in the city and signing up. Um, Matchmakers in the City is an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles with other service areas in New York, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., all over the U.S., and all over the world, but hotspots L.A., New York, San Francisco, and D.C. Um, I've been using the word hotspots during some meetings because I'm like, COVID hotspots! Let's get trending here. Um, so you can sign up um, for free. You can apply for free at www.matchmakersinthecity.com slash free sign up. Um, membership plans begin at $100. Um, so there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but we work with a team of amazing matchmakers. We're just two of the incredible matchmakers that are here at Matchmakers in the City. We're a boutique firm and truly working with the top matchmakers in the matchmaking industry. And the top Bachelors and bachelorettes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The yeah. The people that, we work that. with are incredible. incredible. I am 
any chance when I get to meet with these people, I know it's amazing. Yeah, the, the, some of the meetings I've recently done have just been the quality of men and the incredible. quality of women. It's it really is. I completely mm-hmm. agree. It's they're educated, mm-hmm. they're kind, and they're very deliberate, and they're mm-hmm. very they're very much like and the men as well. This is the thing. It's like a lot of women are like, oh, but aren't women just wanting marriage? No, a lot of men want to date deliberately yes, they're they dating do. with the intention of marriage yes, and that's do. what we do mm-hmm. we don't we don't you know that's what they're doing with us mm-hmm. anyway so let's move on sisterly advice mansers edition every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you i'm a not oh sorry <laughs> just, it's a different levels because we're sitting back okay. it's okay it's yeah. fine I'm anonymous, but to give you my profile, um, 53K, 25 years old, 5'8", good-looking guy, small city. I constantly hear that women are more traditional than they let on and only want to date high-value men, 100K and 6 feet tall. A popular guy named Kevin Samuels has women call in saying they want this. Has this been your experience is my question. I'm thinking about changing careers so I can be more marriage material to women. From what do women actually want? Oh, my heart. He's thinking of changing his career to be more attractive to women. Oh, my God, my heart. Honestly, my heart. That is so precious. Um, First of all, thank you so much for reaching out. Was this a DM, Christina? So you guys can DM at matchmaker Christina Pineda, or you can DM at matchmaker Alessandra Conti, or DM at Dating in the City show. Um... First of all, disclaimer, um, Kevin Samuels, bless his heart, um, oh dear, it's so, he's so, he scares me, he scares me, <laughs> honestly, he horrifies me, I don't even want to say anything negative about him, because people, like, he has an army of followers that are all about high-value men, high-value women, a hundred six-figure women, six-figure men, oh my god, like, chill, dudes, like, chill, Kevin, and, like, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of really nasty things that came out from from him day-coaching women, and um, and also he always gets these women that call in, and they're these, they're quote-unquote high-value, but they're, like, successful women, and he just totally berates them, and he basically is like, you're over 30, you're 35, you're damaged goods, no guy cares about you, you're a five at best. Like, he's crazy. He's so... He's not crazy. So he's he's not crazy. He's He just... He just has a very different he's way... He's making bank. <laughs> Homeboy is making bank. We might put him... He'll be the subject of the this episode, Kevin Samuels. Get some yeah. of those clicks, honey. <laughs> um, so, listen. It is a school of thought. And if I've learned anything, you... You know, you're judged on... You know... If that's the way that you're entering the dating, quote-unquote, market, it's going to be really rough for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's how you're valuing, like, you're, as, even as a man or as right. a woman. And I think that you and I get a bit of a bad rap sometimes, Christina, because when we're talking about, you know, people, men and women who are at a good place in their careers, we talk about, like, successful men and women because that's what we're 
that that's who we work with mm -hmm. but it's not so much about financially what you're bringing in i don't care if you're a six figure seven figure or eight figure person because to be completely honest a lot of the people we work with are seven figures or even eight figure earners um but that's not really what i'm talking about when i'm saying success i'm talking about a man who's at a great place in his career and a man who has a really you know, wonderful, wonderful career as opposed to, oh, he's, you know, earning, you know, I, I just, just, I hate labeling. I yeah. hate that number. It's, it's true. And it's, as you said, putting your value yeah. on these, the dollar sign of what you're making, where it's not true. That's not where your value comes from at all. You're valued because you're a child of God. And that is the infinite value. You can't put a number sign on that. And in terms of dating, if you hate your job, look for a new one. Yeah. But if you are loving your job and making a great impact and your passion is meeting the world's great deepest need in your job and what you're doing day in and day out, and or maybe it's a good job and you're enjoying it and you do do well at it and it's doing something good. It doesn't have to be the, the same be all in the world. And, all. Right. and maybe it allows you to spend more time on right. your passion projects yes. that you're really passionate about. Yes. Or that it allows you to volunteer right. on when you want to or to have more free time. Right. Or have a dating life. Exactly. And have spend, spending time with your friends a little bit more in a good, leisurely healthy, way, healthy yeah. way. Yeah. Those are things to think about when you think about changing a career. To, yes, it is to support a family. It is, yeah. you know, we live in times, but you're living in a small city anyway. So it's not like you're living in New York City or, or Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. And because in LA, you need, it, it's, it's it's more of a necessity. Yeah. It's more like you can't, you know, you can't have a normal life unless you're making a, it's just, it's very difficult. Right. It's very challenging. Right. Yeah. I would definitely, for you, pray about those things that we just talked about. Think mm -hmm. about those things. And if you are really unhappy with what you're doing and your career path, it's definitely time to make some kind of change. Yeah. But also, you're 25 and especially maybe you're in an entry level or even like secondary level position in a in a in an industry that you're really excited about that's totally fine that's yeah. great that's it takes time to build oh yeah you know you're 25 yeah. you have you have time and oh, yeah. when you put in that that effort in your career and you really kind of quote unquote pay your dues a little bit it's it will it will yield results up the wazoo. I was just at a wedding last weekend and I had a chance to reconnect with my old group of like really close girlfriends. We used to call ourselves the girl gang. And 10 years ago, like I maybe a little less than 10 years ago, like 8 8 years ago or 7 years ago, um, we were all like they were all obviously in the matchmaking industry it is a little different. We experienced success quite early on praise Jesus not to sound douchey but like we we've been we've had a really amazing career as matchmakers but 
I also know that in the beginning, so these other girls, um, my girl gang, they were in the entertainment industry and they were paying their dues. They were e, um, they were APs or something like that, like PAs. PAs, that's what it is. PAs, like they were starting work at like 3 a.m. and staying until midnight and they were making nothing. But now, like one of my girlfriends is the um is a top agent at one of the top agencies in the world um entertainment agent um another one is a top producer was nominated for multiple emmys and she has her own agent because she's starting her own production company so that's the thing it's like yeah when they were 25 when they were 23 24 25 they were making nothing like they were they were hustling but now that they're 30 and now that they've paid their dues and made these amazing connections they're rocking at their careers and this is with these are women so um it's similar for guys I mean it's the same thing with men so just pace yourself and know that you know it, a, a, a woman a true quote-unquote high-value woman she's not gonna ask you how much you're making she most likely will be coming in as you know hey i have a great career she'll probably have a career of her own that she's on fire about Mm -hmm. and that's what you want you don't want a woman that is saying how much do you make Mm -hmm. you know can you afford to bring me out like no (laughs) you want to you want a woman that is gonna say oh my gosh like be so grateful for and also you can mitigate Um, you know, maybe what, maybe instead of bringing, maybe you can't at this point in your life afford to do like weekly dinners at Mastro's, but you can make up for that by doing little precious things like doing a picnic on the beach or even a picnic in a, in a park or doing a plan, like plan things. You can go to a museum. Like there's so many, you can go rollerblading. There's so many different dates that you can do that show how, how much of a planner you are and how much value you bring to the table and asking her questions, being, being excited about what she's talking about, you know, listening to her and really value her, complimenting her, lifting her up, bringing her emotional stability, being stable, you know, being emotionally stable, yeah. knowing that being excited about the future, having ambition, being passionate about what you're doing, volunteering, giving your time, giving your talents. Like that is high value, right. not being a six figure, seven, like six figure would BS. No, all, it's seven figure. It's all superficial. It's yeah. all superficial, those things. And even the height thing that, that what on yeah. earth it's, you're going to be going to be with a woman who's attracted to you. And yeah, yeah, because he said about the said, six feet tall, right, they want high value six feet tall. Okay, so if those women only want six foot, they're not looking for you. And that's yeah. okay because you're and looking for okay. one woman. Yeah. And th- you, those aren't going to be the women for you. I remember I did a little experiment years ago when I was very single. Do you remember this, Christina? Oh, yeah. So when I wear heels, I'm like six foot one. But when I don't wear heels, I'm actually five four. And every time I would go out, I would wear these like monstrous heels, which I still wear. But I would go out and I would wear these monstrous heels. So one night I said, you know what? I'm just not going to wear heels tonight. I'm going to wear flats and remember that night Christina that I went out 
I met so many amazing guys because I was like small and I was like on there like a you know they were a little taller than me I never cared I could care less about height show me your character yep. show me your heart show me who you are That's like true. I always preach about that like give me a give me a break um you're looking for a husband not a you know not a platform you know what do we Come on. Um, yeah. Like, the thing is, yeah. So, anyway, you want to be with somebody that is not, is, is yeah, superficial to a certain level, a.k.a. in, in that they want to be attracted to you, right. but not somebody that, only the man who is six foot. But don't, you shouldn't want to be with that. No. That is a nightmare. No, that is a nightmare. That is a we nightmare. Will tell you as matchmakers. They're nightmares. <laughs> They're nightmares. Just a woman, and, and ladies, just be okay with a guy that's taller than you. That's my advice. If you want to find an amazing, if you want to find your real match and your future husband, yeah. you gotta, you gotta stop with this height thing. It's killing me. Mm-hmm. It's killing me. You're, you are giving up so much. Wear flats. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2021, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. And this is season three, episode 10, All or Nothing. And Carrie couldn't help but wonder, can we have it all? So, oh God, Carrie is in the throes of the affair with Big the throes of the affair Aiden says he loves her so Aiden drops the I love you bomb Carrie's feeling guilty like Carrie what are you doing you're not even like to have an affair when somebody's just your boyfriend are you serious like what are you doing Carrie get out get out of Aiden get out of the relationship anyway sorry meanwhile um Charlotte oh Charlotte then gets a prenup. Um, remember, her and Trey are about to get married, and um, Bunny um, Bunny tries to um, Bunny does the prenup, and she only gets half a million. But then Charlotte like debates, and she ends up getting a million in the prenup. Bless her. Um, and then Miranda discovers. Oh, Miranda is out with Steve. Her and Steve break up, um, but. Her newest guy is really um, loves um, loves having phone, you know, sex. Um, and anyway, so there's that. And Samantha hosts this party. Um, she throws this like self congratulatory soiree, and she convinces the girls that they have it all. Um, you know, great friends, good jobs, and men, um, and just fun men to you know engage in recreational activities with but then she ends up getting really sick and she starts just feeling up feeling very lonely because she gets really sick so anyway can we have it all christina can we have it all what do we think in 20 2021 Mm, that's a good question and i think in the pursuit of having it all i think a lot of people miss the mark Mm. and a lot of times, so our lives will not be perfect. That's mm. definite. And there will be suffering. We can't avoid all suffering. And we can try to minimize the suffering as much as possible, mm-hmm. obviously. But we do have to go through things. And if, so 
I think the best way to have it all is to follow God's plan for our lives mm -hmm. and to be led and follow the Holy Spirit and be brought into in that good place instead of demanding, okay, this is, that's the theoretical thing. Now yeah. let me give you a true example. Great. Okay. So a woman has, I'm just thinking of one of the bachelorettes I dated who was date, date coached. coached. Date, I'm sorry, dated is not the right word at all. Date coached. It's fine, Christina. Oh, no, we can, we can tell them. We can tell them. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. <laughs> so she is in college, but she still wanted to work with me for date coaching. Aww. And she was just really had it all. She was mm -hmm. doing great in her academics. She was in a play that she's always wanted to be in as a starring role mm -hmm. and just really everything. But the one element that was missing was her, the guy. Yeah. And she, there was this one guy she, she had a crush on. Mm -hmm. So she got so fixated <gasps> that she wasn't on a relationship with this guy, even though he had treated her terribly, yeah. that she wasn't happy for the things that she already had. Mm. And I think we all have to remember that. And yes, if we want to continue to know that sometimes what we want isn't really what's best for us. Mm. And I think with Samantha's case, that her definition of having it all actually left her empty at the end mm -hmm. because... She wasn't with someone who she could be sick around and who would take care of her. So I think when we're searching for love, to have it all when we search for love is to really be open to those most important qualities in the person you want to spend your life with mm. and be able to open yourself that they may not look exactly how you picture them to look or be that guy who turned you down, the guy that got away who turned you down and kind of mistreated you. You know, that's, mm -hmm. I often, a lot of times, people get hung up on that person. Oh, or on that one thing that they don't have. Right. And um, then it ruins everything else. Yes. I mean, yeah, I think in my, my opinion, I think having it all, it's exactly, it's like, I go back to Matthew Kelly, my celebrity mm. crush. Um, he says, God's plan society's nightmare. <laughs> yes. God, God, no, no, it's God's dream for you. Yeah. Or society's nightmare. <laughs> oh, I love so, oh, love it so much. But it's so true. I mean, it's like, that. I think like there are societal things, but I think at the end of the day, it's like, it's so true. It's, it's having gratitude for what you have like just not even having gratitude just like recognizing like taking a step like zooming out of your life and just being grateful and recognizing being recognizing what yeah. wow I'm you know I am really thriving in my career or wow my friendships have never been stronger mm -hmm. I'm really or like wow I'm really connecting with people or wow my volunteer life is just on fire like mm -hmm. I've been giving back so much so, and then I, I'm also a big believer that when you do, when you, when you follow what it is that you're passionate about and what you really, you know, your talents and your gifts, you will then meet a partner who kind of, it's a compliment yes, it to is. those things. And so it's, it's, it's less of do things that you're going to meet a guy at and it's more no 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 
follow what you're passionate about like follow that call that you know inside is wow this stuff lights me on fire I'm so passionate about doing x y or z um and then you know anyway but all that to say I think having it all um it 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 is there's a lot of pressure for women to be and for men but for women to have a job, have a child, get married, be married, or be engaged, or be in a relationship, and be perfect, have perfect, have no wrinkles, have per- like there's so much pressure. So I think we all just need to give ourselves a break, and to just know that having it all means being peaceful because you can have all of those external things Mm. that society sees and they see your Instagram and oh my gosh it's so amazing and wow you and you're in a relationship you guys look so cute together Mm. but they don't know the reality Mm. that you're in a toxic relationship or that yeah you your face looks amazing but you just got all this plastic surgery to get there and you're struggling with self-image or whatever it might be so it's it's I for me having a for me the goal is not having it all it's having peace yes. and it's not having anxiety that's said beautifully you know Sandra. so anyway all that to say also Carrie what are you doing girl if you want to have an affair get out of the relationship that you're in and big you're such a mess I can't handle you Like, get a divorce. Stop being an idiot. I'm so over it. Okay, so anyway, catching up with the Contis. It's so funny because um, I've been, I, I, today's episode, I hope I don't sound like a Jewish grandma, but I was just on, this is catching up with the Contis. I was just on the F-Boy podcast um, with Maddie Munson, who is a precious angel. I love her. But for some reason, the day that I did that podcast, I had just spoken so much. I had done Access Hollywood. Mm. I had done a talk. I did so much stuff. So the register of my voice, like I couldn't speak. You know, I'm, I'm speaking. I couldn't speak here. So I was speaking here. So I sounded like such a man. And I sounded like a Jewish girl grandmother so anyway it's I'm telling you guys viewer discretion advised or listener discretion advised I sound like a guy and I also talk about like I just I just I, I just was I just I don't know I'm not like listen because I do say a lot of really good things but it's also with the caveat that I sound manly like and there's nothing wrong with men it's just I just felt like I sounded so brash but then you pointed out to me that sometimes I am a Jewish grandmother like sometimes I get into that zone and also my energy if I'm with like a girl like she's young and like oh and I'm like like you know what I mean so my energy I guess was very motherly because I was like Maddie like no stop dating f boys and don't sleep with them and da, 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 da. anyway so yes the the um f boy podcast and it's the celebrity matchmaker episode obviously Great. um the latest episode that just came out and weren't you? you featured in a Forbes article? Yes, my latest Forbes article, which I haven't even posted um, yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, here I am, just on Forbes all the time, just business, business lady right here. Mm-hmm. 
Wonderful. Christina? I don't really have any updates this Trending? Week, trending with Timory? I was, well, that that is posted on my website, so it's actually matchmakerchristinaconti.com. Oh, and yeah, we something haven't hasn't been changed. Been changed it yet, but go to the press wow. page and you will see. Continuity. <laughs> you'll see all of our episodes and the most recent one. Oh, yeah, actually, I should talk about this was how to date if you don't want to have, or if you are afraid of having children or you don't want children. Oh my gosh. And we talk about that and why some women are afraid of it, how to navigate these waters. Oh, I should listen to that. (laughs) I mean, I want to have like 17 children, but it's also scary. Right. So listen to it because we, Timory and I offer a lot of good insight into it as two working moms, really, who are balancing a lot. You so, are doing it all. You are doing it all. We're trying. You're yeah. trying. Trying. And then we also talked about really how to be safe with dating, what real safety looks like mm. with dating. So that was a pretty intense conversation, too, because... It's really important. Yeah, it's very important. It's, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys, it was so fun to catch up with all of you. We are sending you guys the biggest, biggest hug and just know that we love you guys so much and we're saying a very special prayer for you, even if you are secular, which means (laughs) non-religious. Thank you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.